This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. All right, uh, we're talking about Eskom's challenges uh, in the last hour, but uh, another in seemingly intractable challenge facing us as a country is the state of our municipalities. The um, Now, South African municipalities lost uh, an eye-watering 5.19 billion rand uh, through non-compliance and suspected fraud which with at least 1.6 billion rand lost by councils that invested in, in, in the now defunct VBS Mutual Bank. The Auditor General uh, identified 268 material irregularities between the 1st of April uh, 2019 and January 2023. Now, after January, after the 15th of January, the cutoff date for um, the material irregularities to be included in the current report, a further 66 were identified, but will only feature in the next report. The briefing the Standing Committee on Auditor General, AG uh, Auditor General Sagane Malulik, has said that uh, action is being taken. Let's hear from local government uh, and governance expert Dr. Tim Marke joining us on the line. Good to have you with us, uh, Dr. Marke. Let's just talk about these material irregularities. You know, we often hear um, about irregular expenditure and fruitless and wasteful expenditure and so on. But this seems to suggest uh, something a lot more sinister uh, than just bad, um, you know, bad record keeping and so forth. Uh, that there's actually now, I mean, of course, when we talk about the, the likes of uh, this investment in VBS, these were things that were done deliberately, which people were aware were unlawful. Morning, morning, TT, mm. and morning to Power FM listeners. I think let's first start by congratulating those municipalities who have improved their audit outcomes mm. from what it was in 2020-2021 to better audit outcomes, but equally to congratulate those municipalities who keep uh, the clean audit uh, records. Uh, specifically, you will see the Western Cape has got more municipalities that are still maintaining that. But coming to your question, Titi, mm. the... The issue of material irregularities, what the, what the Auditor General is trying to say there is that these are not just irregularities. Mm. The, the, the proportions of the amounts uh, are too huge to an extent that uh, they become too material to ignore. Mm. Now, as you have correctly said, some of these things uh, are as a result of the weak systems. Some of those things are as a result of fraud and corruption, and that has also been highlighted by the by the Auditor General. But mm. there are contributing factors that the Auditor General has flagged. And and you and I have been on record mm. talking about these issues, the issue of inadequate skills and capacity, uh, the failures of governance and then also the lack of uh, accountability and consequence management. As you have flagged the issue of the VPS, you'll note TT that uh, in terms of the Municipal Finance Management Act, uh, municipalities are compelled to uh, pre- prepare what we call monthly reports, which are referred to as Section 71. These reports are given to mayors and they are submitted to provincial treasuries and national treasuries. 
Now, if our systems of monitoring and, and evaluation were very effective, we should be able to pick these things at a very early stage and use the next or the following months to be able to correct or improve mm. or make sure that there are consequences on the basis of what we see, rather than to wait until it's over 12 months. Because over a period of 12 months, you are now sitting with a problem that you may not immediately resolve. It will still take you too long to resolve. So those are some of the things that uh, if we were to improve these material irregularities, mm. we need to be seeing a lot of uh, accountability and consequence management. But equally important, we need to be make sure that we have the right people in the right positions. Yes. And, what is, and that's what the Auditor General is saying, that you, you, there is lack of technical capacity in in the finance and the technical departments, and that's where the spending on huge infrastructure takes place. So if you do not have the appropriate uh, skills in those areas, TT, you are bound to encounter problems, and, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what we are seeing. And, you know, in as much as I say, you know, when you talk about uh, the issues where when it comes to irregular expenditure or, um, you know, fruitless and wasteful expenditure, that sometimes it comes down, as you are saying, to the lack of appropriate skills. Uh, and then, you know, the Auditor General flags this thing, saying that, uh, you know, municipal operations delivery and financial positions were harmed by municipalities that are not submitting their financial statements and not keeping full and proper financial records. And goes on to say that it's clear from those municipalities that repeatedly received disclaimed audit opinions uh, or rather, yeah, audit opinions. The general su- the, the, the general public suffered as a result of polluted water resources and mismanagement, uh, mismanaged landfill sites. So, basically, saying there that these are not, uh, you know, offend- these are not things that uh, happen that are without victims. Now, of course, mm-hmm. uh, you you would note that uh, if there are uh, spillages of sewer into the river systems, it's the communities, the health of the communities that is put at risk. Uh, if, if you have uh, the roads infrastructure that are not in good condition, obviously you have a lot of damages to the fleet, but equally important, there is no one who would be prepared to invest in an area where it will cost them a lot of money to maintain and operate their fleet uh, they, they, without getting any return on investment. But TT, they, the most worrying factor here, you spoke about municipalities that have not uh, submitted audit financial statements, I mean, unaudited uh, financial statements. Mm. In that regard, what does the law say? I mean, it's, a, it's very clear that in these cases we shouldn't be tolerating non-submission, let alone the fact that the outcomes sometimes are not good. Mm. But the mere fact that a, a municipality cannot be able to submit the financial statements, mm. it is telling in itself that something is not right in the system and that's where we needed to make sure that uh, we stick to the principles of the law. Mm. You, you, you would note that uh, when when you look at uh, when do we consider a crime being committed, in terms of the laws of our country, uh, any person who does not comply with the law, you are committing a crime. Yes. Now, for obvious reasons, certain people should be held accountable just for not submitting the financial statements. But for as long as we keep talking about it in a decorative way, mm. we are just encouraging municipalities not to be accountable. We are just uh, encouraging municipalities not to be transparent. And that is against the provisions of the Constitution. Mm. Somewhat, maybe, I mean, where there is a glimmer of hope, I guess, is that where the, the AG spoke uh, speaks in a report about 
um, the, the losses municipalities have recovered. Uh, is that in 2020, I think she flagged one of the municipalities in KwaZulu Natal that erroneously did not charge interest on its long term, long outstanding debt. That this was put right. So there are still pockets of you know improvement, even amongst what looks like a really um, discouraging picture. Yeah, true, true, Titi, and we should celebrate those kind of uh, efforts. Uh, if you if you look at what the Auditor General has reported. Um, they've also indicated that there has been recovery on financial losses estimated at almost 479.56 million. That shows you that uh, the the Public Audit Amendment Act is beginning to uh, reap rewards on the basis that uh, municipal managers now know that if they don't go and collect or recover the irregular expenditures that have been incurred, it is going to be placed upon them. So at least we should congratulate those municipalities that are able to uh, recover this money. But at the same time, the Auditor General also indicated that in certain instances, mm. uh, there were preventions of losses, which simply means that something that ought to have gone wrong was interrupted and was uh, stopped before it could happen. So we need to celebrate those kind of municipalities that are putting such kind of efforts uh, and we hope that uh, the the rest of the other municipalities must follow suit as well. Yeah. And finally, are you satisfied though that there is, um, you know, as I said, the Auditor General saying that action is being taken? Are you seeing evidence of that in cons- of consequence management, uh, where you know um, that we're actually dealing with the people who are maybe even guilty, um, as you put it uh, bluntly, you know, of breaking the law? Is it that one would be satisfied if we become proactive than reactive? Mm. Why I'm saying so is that, uh, firstly, in instances where corrective measures were taken, it will either after the Auditor General has uh, referred the matters to the South African Police Services, but a proactive attempt should be the one that, upon picking up some of these things, deal with them at a very early stage so mm. that they do not become a major problem. So one would say, well, we, we appreciate the fact that uh, there, there are those municipalities that are trying to put their, their foot on the ground, but it is still not yet enough for us to be able to celebrate the implementation of corrective measures in, in, in municipalities. Mm. And that is precisely because of the fact that reports are tabled before council. And why should it take more than 12 months for a municipality such as, say, Dr. Ruth Mumpati to realize that spending 38 million on a call center where in a mouse will cost a huge amount of money. Those kind of instances, TT, mm. needs to be dealt with at the very earliest convenient time rather than wait until it is too late. Thank you so much uh, there too. Dr. Tim Marke, local government and governance expert, thank you as always for your uh, perspective and insight. Thank you. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.